The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Hallelujah. Well, it's six months into 2020, and it's a good time to take stock of how things have been. So I want to start with this scripture this morning, 2 John chapter 1, verse 8. 2 John 1 and 8. Look to yourselves that we do not lose those things we worked for, but that we may receive a full reward. Hallelujah. I love that word, reward. And I like it when the Bible talks about rewards because um, it, it captures this concept that after a time of doing certain things, at the end of the day, God is going to reward you or God is going to do something for you in return. And here the scripture is telling us to, to look to ourselves. So, like we talked about a few weeks ago from 2 Corinthians 13, examine yourself. 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5, examine yourself as to whether you're in the faith. From time to time, you ought to be um, carrying out a self-assessment. Um, and the media is a perfect time for such things. a time for self-assessment and personal appraisal and review. Not self-condemnation or judgment. Remember the Bible says in Romans 8 from verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. So we are not asking you to condemn yourself or to feel bad about yourself, but to just look at your life. Um, look at how you are living your life. And I'm sure you're going to find areas where you need to make some improvements. And look at what he told us in that text again in John, that we might receive a full reward. I pray over you today as we begin to wrap up the first half of this year, you will experience a full reward from God in the name of Jesus. Everything that God has ordained for you to have by this time, this first half of 2020, COVID-19 or no COVID-19, you will not miss out on it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. A media like this is also a great time to plan and to prepare for a better, brighter, sweeter, richer, and greater future. And that's also my prayer for you, that the second half of 2020, once we wrap up this first half, the second half will be far better for you than the first half was. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. I pray that God will open your eyes that you'll be able to see and you'll be able to seize the opportunities that are ahead of you. You will not miss out on anything God has in store for you. Hallelujah. You'll wrap up this first half very well on a high note, and the second half will even be greater for you. Remember Proverbs 4.18, the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter. Hallelujah. That will be your story. Ever brighter, ever better, ever sweeter, ever richer, ever greater, ever brighter onto the perfect day in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As we start this new series on love, um, I want to do a, a, a brief recap of some of the things we've been talking about in recent weeks and months. In fact, I think I'm going to do that all through this teaching. And I'll take you way back to March where we were talking about the Holy Spirit. And we talked about the fact that the Holy Spirit um, is our paracletos. 
another paracletos was how Jesus called him in John chapter 14, verse 16. That word paracletos is a Greek word, and its primary meaning is intercessor. Glory be to God. Or consoler or comforter. According to the Strong's Concordance, that's the primary meaning of the word paracletos. The New King James Version of the Bible translates it as helper. The King James Version uses the word comforter. And when you look it up in the Amplified, you see other meanings like counselor, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby. So we have at least seven different meanings when we look at different translations of the Bible, particularly the Amplified, of, of what that word means, who the Holy Spirit is to us. And we shared about um, the fact that the Holy Spirit is our solutions provider. That's, that's how we interpreted what paracletos means. It's, it's the solutions provider that heaven has sent to permanently dwell and reside in us. Notice that um, Jesus used the word another comforter in describing him. He was saying that just like I've been your helper, your comforter, your solutions provider for these three and a half years that I've been walking this earth with you in my health, earthly ministry, now that I'm going, I'm going to pray that the Father will send the Holy Spirit to be exactly that to you. Hallelujah. And that's what we share, that the Holy Spirit ought to be to you, the believer, what Jesus was to his disciples in his days. And if you have the Holy Spirit, you have access to all the answers and solutions to all the problems you may face in life. All the problems and all the crises that may come up in life. You have the answers, you have the solutions, including this COVID-19 pandemic and its effects. Hallelujah. You are not stranded, you are not an orphan. You have answers and you have solutions. And you just need to learn to walk with the Holy Spirit. Learn how to be led by Him, how to be comforted by Him, how to be empowered and anointed by Him, how to bear fruit by Him, how to engage His gifts, how to be taught by Him, and so many other things um, the Scripture teaches us. Um, I want to encourage you, if you are not grounded in this thing, and that's why I'm just doing this brief recap, go back to the teachings we've had. Um, go to our SoundCloud archive or our po Apple podcast archive and listen and listen till you are established in these truths. Another thing we've taught is that because the Holy Spirit permanently resides in us believers, by extension, we ourselves are solutions providers to this world. Please listen very carefully. I'm reiterating some of the things we've said. You and I and every other believer all over the world, we carry the answers to the questions, and we have the solutions to the problems that the entire world is crying out for. That's how you ought to see yourself. Hallelujah. In this global crisis and all these problems that are going around, that's how you ought to see yourself. Don't see yourself as a victim of the crisis. See yourself as the person that has the answer to the crisis. It doesn't mean you're not going through challenges. But don't allow your challenges make you deny who the Bible says you are. Glory be to God. Amen. So we have the answers. We have the solutions. 
and our part is to make it available to our world. Um, this world is searching for answers right now. They are looking for vaccines. The world is looking for economic bailouts, political leadership, and more recently, justice and equality. But child of God, you need to understand that we, the church, we are not looking for answers. We already have our answer. His name is Jesus. Jesus, our paracletos, he is our vaccine. Hallelujah. The Bible says that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. 1 Peter 2.24. Glory be to God. He is our vaccine. Jesus is our economic bailout plan. Deuteronomy 8.18. You shall remember the Lord your God. It is he that gives you power to get wealth. Philippians 4.19. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. These are things you need to be mindful of. We are not looking for answers. We know we have the answer. Glory be to God. Jesus is our political leadership. Isaiah 9, 6. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And upon his shoulders, the government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be Wonderful, Counselor, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We have political leadership in Christ. Jesus is also our justice, and he has, been, he has made us all to be equal before God. Look at verse 7 of Isaiah chapter 9. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice. Hallelujah. From this time forward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform it. Praise God forevermore. Look at Galatians 3.28. There is therefore, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For all, you all are one in Christ. In Christ we have equality. So we are, we are not like the world that is waiting for something to happen, waiting for a vaccine to be discovered. We know we have healing and health in Christ Jesus. And all these other things I mentioned. Now, this doesn't mean we are to stand aloof or to be indifferent concerning what's going on in this world at this time. So that's what we were talking about last month. We ought to be intercessors. We are in this world. The only thing is that we are not of this world. So we should be clear about who we are and where we stand. Glory be to God. And we should respond appropriately as solutions providers and intercessors and saviors at this time. Praise God. Let me say this to us this morning. We need to know what has been made available to us and what has been given to us in Christ. And we need to understand how to work in it and use it to make a difference in our own lives and in this world. And this is what we've been teaching. This is at the heart of what we've been teaching at this time. Look with me this morning at 2 Peter chapter 1 from verse 2. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 2. I'm just still laying a premise for what we're going to be discussing this month. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. Verse 4, by which have been given to us, some things have been given to us, 
exceeding great and precious promises. That through these exceeding great and precious promises, we may be partakers of the divine nature. Glory be to God. Having escaped the corruption that is in this world. There is a life of God. There is a nature of God that has been given to us. And when we learn to walk in it, when we know it, when we understand it and use it, we can escape the corruption that is in this world. This COVID-19 crisis, we talked about being exempted from it some time ago. And again, by exemption doesn't mean um, you may not have challenges, no. But exemption means even when challenges come, you know you're exempted and you learn to rise above it. And that's why I want to start talking about love, because that's that nature. The divine nature that has been given to us is the nature of God, the nature of love. The Bible says God is love. We're going to get into that later as we go on. So let me begin to get into love this morning. And the main thing I want to emphasize is that love never fails. You see that in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8. In fact, I want you to declare to yourself three times right where you are in your home, love never fails. Love never fails. And for the last time, love never fails. That's the nature you have. The nature I have been given, the divine nature that I'm a partaker of, it never fails. And that means love always wins. If it never fails, it means it always wins. And that means love reigns supreme. Hallelujah. When God wanted to save humanity, the mechanism he used was the love of God. I want you to think about that for a moment. The Bible didn't tell us God used his power to save the world. Of course, his power was involved. The Bible didn't tell us God used his wisdom to save the world. Of course, his wisdom was involved. The Bible told us categorically that God used love. That was the ultimate arsenal that God used. John chapter 3 from verse 14. Listen to this very carefully. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. That's talking about Jesus dying on the cross. And whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And here's the text. We're all familiar with it. For God so loved the world. He didn't say for God is so powerful. He didn't say for God is so wise. No, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 17, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Love saved the world. Love will save the world today. Love will save you and your loved ones today. And love will forever save the world. Hallelujah. Romans 5, 8, God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still seen as Christ died for us. The Bible says the highest or the greatest expression of love is for a man to lay down his life for his friend. Love saved the world. Hallelujah. And nothing can overcome love. Look at verse 35, Romans 8. Romans 8 verse 35. I want to spend a few minutes um, in that text this morning. Romans chapter 8 from verse 35. Glory, glory be to God. Hallelujah. What shall we say to these things? He said earlier on, if God be for us, who can be against us? And then from verse 35, he now begins to talk. Just follow this train of thought by Apostle Paul here. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? 
shall tribulation or distress. And watch what is going on in the world today because of COVID-19. Distress, persecution, famine, nakedness or peril or sword. Verse 37, yet in all these things, all the distress, all the famine, all the peril, all the sword, the pestilence, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Hallelujah. And he now said in verse 38, for I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor heights, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. The point there is that love is supreme to anything and everything. Whether it was in the past, whether it's in the present, or whether it's in the future to come, love will always overcome it. Love will always be victorious. Love will always be more than a conqueror. Love will always reign over it. Hallelujah. And that's what I want you to understand today. I'm going to make a very powerful statement here, and I want you to hear it very, very well. Every failure in life, everyone, financial failure, marital failure, health failure, career failure, Anything, it was first and foremost a love failure. And that's why this morning, this month, we're going to be looking into love and teaching you how to walk in it. Because if you walk in love, you will not fail. You will always be on top. You will always win. Hallelujah. Let, let me close this morning. Um, we'll continue next Sunday, but I, I want to leave this major thought with you as I close this morning. There's an ongoing battle presently and a lifetime war for your soul between God, who is love, and Satan, who operates through fear and worry and anxiety. And everybody, or both of them rather, they are contending for your soul. So there are two categories of people, are, are two extremes that I, I would say of all of us on the face of the earth today, there are two categories we belong to. We are either people that our hearts are filled with love or people that are filled and dominated with fear. Every single person on the face of the earth today, the almost 8 billion of us, we are somewhere in between that spectrum. And the key to success in life is to move towards the love side. Keep walking in love. Keep growing in love. Keep abounding in love. And that's the plan that we want to achieve for your life this month. First John 4, 18. There is no fear in love. Hallelujah. But perfect love drives out fear. What Satan is trying to use to dominate you? Because fear involves summons. He who fears has not been made perfect in love. I want to pray for people that maybe your heart is failing. I don't know what has happened to you since this crisis hit the world. Or what has been happening since the beginning of the year. Maybe you are tending towards the fear end of the spectrum. I want to pray for you as I close this morning. By the power of God and by revelation, knowledge, and wisdom, I break the hold of Satan over your heart and your mind right now. And I speak the peace of God over you. And I declare through the light that will come to you by God's word, you begin to move and gravitate towards love. Because if you will walk in love, you will always win. So I break the grip of fear over you and I declare a new day dawns upon you, upon your household, upon your family. And as you walk in love, you will not fail. Hallelujah. 
Leave those hands to God, everyone. Let's bless God this morning. And I want you to thank God for his love. God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Open your mouth and begin to thank God. Father, I thank you for your love. Thank you that you love me. Thank you that your, your love is working in my heart, working in my life. Your love is working in my marriage. Your love is working in my career and my finances. If love works in all these aspects of your life, there will be no failure, for love never fails. You will be victorious, you will win, and you will always be on top. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. So this is going to be our focus for the month. I'm going to go further from next month. Let me give you a new name. I've been talking about your identity all through this series. We started by saying you are a solutions provider. Last month, we said you are an intercessor. This month, I want you to know that you are a God lover. And I'm telling you, if you can walk in the love of God, you will never fail in life. Hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.